Hello. Hello. Wow. Oh. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Excellent. Yes, I can. Excellent. We're okay. getting so much better at this. We are getting so much better at this. Wow, we are talented. I okay. know, right? To open up this episode, we received two emails. Two? Two. It's like... That's a lot. Shocking. I know, right? I, I did not... I only knew of one until I opened the email to get ready to record this episode, and I saw that there were two unread emails. I went... <gasps> one of them claims to be from our number one fan. Wow. We already have a fan. This is crazy. A number one fan at that. That is implying we have more fans. This is true. I I am just so stoked about this. So they didn't leave a name. They just said you're number one fan. So our number one fan says, great job, y'all. They are clearly Sunner. Love Mm. you guys. Three exclamation points. I will literally be dead till the next episode. Pun not intended, but I still think it's great. Awesome job, Leo, hun, work on that audio, man. Also, sleep because it's necessary to human life. Love y'all. Well, that was nice, and I do agree on the sleep thing. It is very necessary. (laughs) What do you think about that audio criticism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anchors, it could be a little bit more specific and a little bit nicer, but... It's free. I. It's free. And it's like the basic super easy to use. So it's, it could be hard sometimes not to just fly through it without really being thorough. So I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to hone in on it this time. Maybe it's the audio, like the cutting in and out thing. Audio editing software is very nice. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, this last time I split it up into a bunch of parts that wasn't supposed to happen. I don't know if that is how it looks on Spotify, but that's what did happen, and I'm sorry. I clicked one button, and then everything went kaboom. And I was like, why? <laughs> did you break what everything? What did I do? We're one I step closer everything. to breaking everything. Woo! Woo! It sounded all like one whole con- coherent podcast when I listened to it, because, yes, I listened to our own work because I want to support myself and because I wanted to hear it like on an actual platform. Like, wow. I know, right? Uh, By the way, hmm? yeah, I got two more emails saying we're now available on more providers. Like um, what? Wow. All right. Well, we will remember the word suspense now for sure. I know. Then there are also a few comments that aren't time code related. Um, this person says, I like the titles. It's like the Friends episode titles that may or may not be intentional. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know we're available on Google Podcasts now, which is a new Amazon podcast. Uh, Well, not Amazon, I'm sorry. Android uh, um, provider. Okay, that's cool. So we're available on Android. So if you're listening to this on Android, cooler for you for having like, uh, some people say they're better phones than Apple's. I can't argue that. I mean, arguably, the specs are better. Androids typically have more RAM, more power to do stuff, have a typical, I think it's a better battery life, and they're just kind of, in general, a little bit higher than Apple. Apple's GUI is 
very easy to use though, and it's Apple, so it, they're dependable. Android's a little bit more of a, I guess, acquired taste. Okay. Yes, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good way to represent the Android users' possibilities, so, but if either Android or Apple wants to sponsor us, we're on board. That's true. Both are great. We are thankful for both. I'll yep. say that much. And if they want to give us money, we will not complain. We will not complain. It's true. Hashtag sponsored, but not really sponsored. Yeah, not 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 really. Not <laughs> we really. wish. We wish. We'd it's be making true. so much money. That we would. But that's okay. We're doing this, just so you know, listeners, out of the joy of our hearts, because we want to share our wonderful and completely random thoughts with you. So we hope that you enjoy this as much as we do. Yeah, I really hope people enjoy this as much as we do, because it's fun. <laughs> it <laughs> is very fun. Our second um, email um, uh-huh. says, hey, look, it's a listener. Whoa. And you should know me. If not, I'm disappointed, but not surprised. Anyway, Dang. here's a random assortment of my thoughts as I listen to your podcast. And then it's a long list of time codes with different comments that if I read them now would make no sense. But I do. I have a few I want to comment on. Because, you know the point in the last episode where I was looking for a word and I was like, I don't know what the word is, but blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The word I was looking for was suspense. And when I listened to the episode again with my sister, I literally shouted out, the word you're looking for is suspense. And then my sister laughed at me. And in this email, it says, you're looking for the word suspense, my friend. And also, oh my stars, Leo Lowkey reminds me of Shane from BuzzFeed Unsolved. I do you know who that you? is? I have zero idea who that is. <gasps> oh my gosh, because you are. When I read that comment, I died because it's so true. Well, for those who watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, if you want to shoot us, I think it's what voice messages, I don't know, or an email telling me about how I'm like Shane. Sure, I have no idea who this is. I'm gonna put him on a Google list later and figure out why he's like me or why I'm like him but you're welcome it's it's so funny and I love it so much um this person also says I'm here for an entire episode on pasta and don't forget to add the salt otherwise it'll taste all watery and yuck very true unnamed person you definitely have some pasta wisdom for you right there always Ladies and gentlemen, salt your pasta water. Unless you, unless you don't want too much sodium or it's special pasta that should not have salt because there is some pasta that should not and it would end badly. That's very true. That's very true. Fun fact, salt actually raises the boiling point of water because it's, you know, science and can it actually affect the way your pasta is going to come out. Some pasta boxes, well, most pasta boxes imply that you are going to use salt. So when they say cook, you know, 12 to 15 minutes, you're cooking 12 to 15 minutes with pasta water that's hotter than unsalted pasta water. So you're very right that if some pasta boxes say don't add salt, don't add salt. Because you might end up with a gloopy mess afterwards. That's just a little, that's a tidbit, a little taste of the pasta episode. Pun extremely intended there. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. So Leo's going to give us all the cooking science. Who, who yes, needs to take a chemistry of cooking class when we can just hear all of Leo's little tidbits? Exactly. I'm like, I'm like the podcast pasta teacher, the podcast pasta professor. Yes. <laughs> I okay. 
N- new podcast. Let's just scratch this whole book full of thoughts thing. The po- the pasta podcast for the podcast for whatever you just stuff. said. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Thing. Scrap the whole book full of thoughts sure. thing. Who needs books? Exactly. We will put this on a t-shirt. Excellent. But wait, didn't we have a topic today? Oh yeah, we did. We, <laughs> Imagine we that came we are on off to this topic. Okay, oh, I know. so you're the one who picked this topic, and I'm still slightly confused by it. So I just kind of answered a bunch of questions that, like, you texted me that, and I think everything Excellent. I have is related. So tell me, what is the topic we're discussing today? Basically, okay. So listeners, the topic we chose, or I guess I chose, was. Uh, one that kind of interested me in that it popped into my head after Alyssa asked me, hey, what do you want to do next episode? Um, and uh, it's answering the question, what do you do? What's the process you go through when book? And what makes you stay with the book that you picked? Okay. So I did mm-hmm. interpret this correctly. We are winning right now. Good job. Okay. So how do you pick the books you read? Since it's your question, I'll let you answer first. Good, good thoughts. Good thoughts. Um, so when I want to pick a book, it's generally, it generally goes two ways. One, I'm trying to do random research for something or I need to learn more about a topic. So I'll either go online and look at stuff like on the library and, and junk like that. Or I'll go to everybody's favorite place in the world, the library walk around for a solid 30 minutes going, why am I here again? And then finally get down to what I'm looking for by going to their catalog or going to a specific section by a specific author. And then uh, I'll pick basically after the book that corresponds most to me. Uh, pathway number two is, is I'm really Wait, 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 back well, up yeah. a second. Backing up. You, you don't go talk to the librarian to find books on the topic you're looking for? Ha! Interacting socially? Nah, man. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have friends who are librarians who are going to be so offended by that. But I also have friends who are literally terrified to talk to librarians. So I am very intrigued to see the reactions from our listeners on this. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I'm, librarians, from what I've seen, are mostly all nice people. So I'm always glad to talk to them if I'm dead confused. I have only ever met one mean librarian. Wow. That's a good streak so far. I don't know yeah. how many librarians you've met, but... I have met, like, every single one that's ever worked at the, any of the library branches within 15 miles of my house. And the ones in another county, because I go there sometimes. And when, you live so, when you're living somewhere for a week where there's literally nothing else to do, you can go to the library. And there's library system since they're a vacation town. They have this system where you can be a temporary library member and check oh. out books, even if you don't, like, live there, live there. As long as you, like, I think you have to put down a money deposit to, like, be able to check out mm. books. And I think they, they give you the money back once you return the books, but that way to make sure you return them. That's but actually really cool, though. It's genius. And they also have movies at that library because they have so many people who are in town so short. What? It's, like, the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it is. That's actually an incredibly smart business model. Um, yeah. 
But anyway, we're off topic again. We are so off topic, but that's okay. It's still remotely about books. So it is remotely about books. That is the goal of this podcast, to be remotely about books. That's true. That's another t-shirt phrase. Remotely about books. I like it. Um, Okay. (laughs) Write down all the t-shirt phrases. I know. (laughs) Or we could go, luckily, this is recorded, so we can, like, go back and listen to it, too. Oh, my gosh. We're so smart. I know, right? Uh, Where was I? Hang on. Oh, that's right. The second way. So I said the first one was looking for a specific book. The second one is I'm bored out of my mind, have nothing to do. So I'm either going to go online to the library or go actually to the library and be like, huh, I got to find something to do. And then I'll usually go through and uh, basically, if we're going to sum it up in one sentence, go through the whole library judging books by its covers. But I read some of it. I read some of the summary that's like on the back of the cover or on the It's always on the the inside flap. I know somebody who told me that's their biggest pet peeve in the whole world that it's not on the back of books anymore. Yeah, well, they'll put the reviews on the back of the books. Like, the New York Times says, this is literally the best book ever. Read it right now. Or, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> that's exactly what the New York Times says. Every single book that's a bestseller. Read right now. I know. I know, right? Like, do you ever stop and think, whenever you look on the back, just how many times this specific person has said, this is the best Wait, and... And then you think about it even more and you go, hang on. So the best book ever means you're the best on top. Does that mean that everybody is on top? And if everybody's on top, does that mean there's even a top to begin with? How can you have like 42 best book ever? Dun, best dun, books dun, ever. Dun. Nope. Leo is breaking literally the human psyche. Everyone there you go. run for your lives. You're so welcome. You're so, so welcome. Um, I, I'm that's... sorry if you never sleep again due to Leo's paradox. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. Now that I have broken the psyche, that's, that's, that's kind of how I pick out books. Okay. My way of picking books is so different. I usually pick books based on my mood or just the general vibe of a book. And I feel like that is the vaguest phrase I've ever said, but it's just, it's the book's vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. I also usually read summaries, like, especially for fiction. I'll read the summary of a book to pick out something. Um, another way I pick books, I'm in multiple online book clubs, which is really cool. And if you're interested in that, email email us because I can hook you up with some pretty good book clubs. Like, there's so many. But what they're reading, you know, kind of determines what I'm reading because you got to read what the club's reading. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes there are these themes, like Reading Rush happened a few months ago. It happened earlier this summer. It was open for the whole online book community. We are so participating next year, or at least I am. You don't have to if you don't want to, but it's really cool. And there's also this thing happening now that it's November called Nonfiction November, where you read at least one nonfiction book. A lot of people are doing entirely nonfiction, and it's pretty cool. So... That's one way I pick books, just based on the theme of the internet culture. Um, I pick books based on who recommends them to me and what way they recommended them. By my favorite authors, continuations of my favorite series, those those are easy to pick up and read. Mm-hmm. Because I have to know what happens next, what in the heck. Um, 
There was one book that looked like appeared to be inspired by an internet post, and I picked it up right away. I think that goes with the vibe of a book. Like, it's inspired by this thing, and the concept's really cool. So, it's called When. I don't remember who will be in the show notes. That one was a cool one. Um, And then sometimes I decide what to read based on things I read in my childhood. There was one one summer when I literally reread the entire The Tale of Emily Windsnap series that I read when I was like 10 for the first time because I was just feeling very nostalgic. So that was cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I read classics because I feel like they're necessary for growth of your brain. Hmm. Okay. I can agree with all of that. Um, That makes sense too. Like, picking a book based on its vibe or how it kind of feels to you or picking a book that somebody recommends. I've done that a lot too. When somebody says, okay, you got to read this book before you die. Like it's really, I wonder who told you that. I know. Right. It seems vaguely familiar. Um, I wonder who made a whole Google doc and sat for six hours on a plane working on a list of, Hmm, what are my favorite books of all time? that Leo needs to read before he dies, that I would give to anybody before they die. Hmm. 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 I I read most of those books, okay? I have been working on Most of them. Most of them. Also, the list has been updated. Holy shoot, I need to update that. I forgot. You're kidding me. Um, yes, I'm. I'm not kidding. You can update the. You need to make one for me because there are books you've read that I haven't read that you keep saying are good, that I have not read. And until I get a list of you have to read before you die, I'm not. I'm not going to read them. That is very but, true. I will work on that for sure. We uh, that should totally be an episode. Books you need to read before you die and why. Oh my goodness, you're right. We are getting so <laughs> much on. done in this episode. Like, hold on, gotten... I'm adding it to the list. <laughs> We have gotten t-shirt ideas, new podcast ideas. We have decided to even change our podcast to the podcast Pasta Professor. And yeah. Let's see. Uh, we, are, we, are gra- we are creating groundbreaking material right now. We are. Like, we are on fire tonight. I know. Um, so those are moving back to the topic. I feel like we're oh, going to yeah. do that a lot this episode. That thing. Yeah, that thing. I think those are really great ways to pick a book. Here's my next part of the question, and since I started, you get to answer this one. What makes you stay with a book? Like, there are the books that you'll read, and then you'll go, actually, this isn't for me, and you'll yeet it out the window. Or there's the ones (laughs) that are like, I have to finish this tonight. And then you read all of it tonight and regret your life decisions in the morning. Okay, yeah. I never regret my life decisions. I mean, I'll complain and talk like I regret my life decisions, but in all honesty, no regrets. I finished the book. I have feelings. Then the next morning, I sit for an hour before school just typing out a book review and publishing it, which is why sometimes my book reviews are published at 6 a.m. What? Anyway, what makes me keep reading a book? Usually the plot or the characters. If I relate to a character... Or if there's stories moving at a really good pace, I'll want to keep reading until my eyes are burning to the point I actually have to put it down. (laughs) Um, That is really what keeps me reading a book. If there's a book that I've been wanting to DNF, which if you are in with the book community, you will know that means did not finish or do not finish or something like that. 
That's what the hip online book people say. If there's a book I want to DNF, but I decide to finish anyway, it's usually because for school, an example of this would be Watership Down. I did not like that book. Watership Down. Everyone's favorite (laughs) communism story. Yeah, right? I usually... I read a book recently where that was one of the main characters' favorite books of all time, and it was referenced a lot. And the way it was referenced in that book made it sound like a good book, and I bet a lot of people went and tried to read it because of that. And for them, I am so sorry that you went into that thinking of, of it as highly as this author did. Not to throw shade at the author. Props for being inspired somehow by Watership Down, but, like, why? <laughs> I do not understand. But anyway, that was a book I finished. I did actually read the whole thing. The ending was the best part, partly because it was the ending. So that was when I finished. Hello. Hi. Sorry. Did the audio cut out? Uh, Yeah, I had gotten a quick phone call. That's all. Um, Mm. Everything's okay. Do we we know if it stopped recording? Uh, No, it's still recording. We're still talking. It's all good. Interesting. Interesting. Watership Down. So I quit reading that. Well, I didn't quit reading that. I finished it. The ending was the best part. Summary of our past. Getting you caught up to speed. The other reason I'd continue a book that I didn't want to finish would be a commitment. So, like, for the podcast, if we're ever doing a book and we're going to be reviewing it for the podcast, I'll probably finish it. I'm not promising that because... I cannot guarantee that we will pick to do a book that I despise (laughs) and just put down. But that'll probably be why. And then another sidebar to commitment is, like, I got too far to turn back. The Diviners is a really, really, really long book by Libba Bray. The Diviners by Libba Bray. And I've heard so many positive reviews. But, oh, my gosh. (laughs) It took so long. I remember when you read that book, actually. I am not surprised because I was reading it for like a month. It took me so long. Yeah. So, okay. That makes sense. By the way, I had one thing to add. Okay. Do you know, this is, this is a fancy word moment. Do you know the literary term that basically is the, is the term that the author was using in the book that you read that referenced Watership Down. That makes zero grammatical sense, but that's okay. It does make zero grammatical sense, and uh, I probably will know it when you say it, but not off the top of my head. I do not know the fancy word to which you are referring. Okay, so, basically, I learned this because I had a literature test on it. The term, the... I guess method that that author is using is actually illusion. I do know that. Woo! Good job. Oh, I feel smart now. Except I didn't know it when you asked the question, but it's fine. Excellent. Oh, I'm glad you do know it, though. Ah, yeah. So many years of education. They got to get something into our brains, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, okay. So... I have run out of topic. Wait, um, why do you wait, continue reading? You're so right. I I am totally paying attention. Um, okay, so the reasons that I will continue to read is either 
to retain knowledge because I'll read quite a few numbers, whether or not it's a cookbook or a philosophy book or psychology or other things like that. It's usually things that I want the whole picture of it and I want to finish the book to the last page to either say, okay, I have all the knowledge from front page to back page of what this book is trying to tell me. Or if it's fiction, I will generally finish a book if I can, for me, if I can visualize the story in my head. If I can't see it, if I can't understand what the author is trying to depict to me, I usually will drop the book because it's just I'm reading someone's story, but I'm not understanding the story very well. Is that why you haven't finished Lady Smoke? Perhaps just a little bit. Perhaps just a, well, that one just got away from me because I forgot, and then it was summertime, and then uh, and um, now it's October. Actually, it's not October. Now it's November. I know. Okay. I, I'm just saying you yeah. still have my book. Loki really bad at keeping track of my books, but I do remember where this one is. So it's true, and it's not on fire. It's still intact. I promise to return it to you. You know, front cover on, back cover on, no page, no pages creased because, oh my goodness, no pages creased because who likes that? Um, after I finish it, which I'm like halfway through, I think. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty that good. Pretty I'm good. impressed. Thank you. It's only um, taken, what, nine months to read it? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I like to savor my story one okay. more at a time. You like to savor it like your pasta. It's true, like my pasta. I actually cooked pasta today. I was very pleased. Wow. We're just on a pasta roll today, apparently. I know, right? I mean, we're getting hype for that next episode. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not caught on already, we do indeed have a full pasta episode coming for you. I know we've already said this. I just wanted to say it again one more time because I am so excited why am i not surprised that you're like the most excited about the pasta episode it's true it's well not probably the most excited so far i know we're gonna be doing a lot of exciting stuff this podcast Tis true tis true this is the most exciting thing that i am looking forward to in the future that i can see okay all right, I have a question for you. And now this is one that I'm coming up with on the fly. We did oh not prepare for this, but I feel like it is related to the topic. Uh-huh. Why do you DNF a book? You said you kind of answered this already with the when you don't visualize the story in your head for fiction. But mm-hmm. why would you DNF a nonfiction book? Okay. Um, nonfiction books is if I pick up a nonfiction book that I want to read, it'll be two things. Either that nonfiction book will end up not having the information that I desire, as in, say I've read three books on how to cook pasta, and I pick up a fourth book. Now, that fourth book basically has all the information I've retained from the other three books, just in different wording, and it kind of butts heads with the other three books, as in it says... Instead of bread flour, I use a mixture of all-purpose flour and bread flour when making my pasta. And in the other three books, it says always use bread flour because it's going to make your pasta stretchy and have the texture that you want. I'm usually going to drop it if I don't 
if I cannot find information that I need and the information that's in it is no longer kind of no longer good to me because I found more information that um, defeats it. Interesting. Okay. My reason for DNFing is a lot more dramatic. Wow. Okay. I usually rage quit. <laughs> wow. Just there you go. Yeah. That that is the most common reason why I rage quit. Um, because like the characters are being stupid. I almost rage quit Harry Potter. Wow. Okay. Harry Harry was being pretty dumb and I was not for it. Wow, alright. <laughs> so yeah. I at least put the book down for a day or two. That is the only reason that I didn't read the entire series within a week. It took me a week and two days because I spent two days not reading any Harry Potter because I was mad at Harry. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We hope you enjoyed our very off-topic discussions. Lots of talk about pasta and... um, are excited for some sneak peeks at what's in the future because we came up with lots of ideas during this episode. Huge thanks to Anchor for having a great platform for us to record and work on. They give us their own ad at the end of the episodes after we post them, so you're getting two ads for them. Thank you you to Oi Fish Face Industries for our logo, and um, we will... I guess we're email us. We're excited to hear from you. Those are the words yes. I'm looking for. Yes, we are. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. We can't wait to see you again. Um, enjoy our book for thoughts.